Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on, everybody? My name is Carlisle. Welcome to the week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's Fire podcast, and we are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news, the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by partner of crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? I am grand. I'm still on the show. <laughs> still on the show. If anyone didn't listen to Monday, Sean was threatening to leave. <laughs> Well, just if people wanted me to. Yeah, we were about to. We were going to put up a poll on Twitter. Yeah. Do you want Sean to leave? But I decided if all my friends got together and your confidence I, couldn't take, I was at a bridge, <laughs> and they said, and everyone said, "Don't jump off the bridge." Yeah. And one dude said, "Do it." W- would you do it? No. No. Yeah, you joined the crowd. <laughs> I just want to be cool. I follow the crowd. Sheeple. <laughs> Listen in, sheeple, okay? So what is this weird news crack shot? I don't know what's going on here. You have spent the week... Yeah. Ga- here we fucking go. Spent the week gathering <laughs> all of the weirdest news stories. <laughs> the first thing you've said. <laughs> from all around the world. <laughs> I have not. You're about to read them out to me. Mm. And... We'll have a genuine old reaction and a bit of a laugh, lads. That's not true at all. Ah, we will now. Ah, so look, why every now and then we might have a laugh? A little, we'll, we'll exhale through our nose it's slightly not, louder. It's not a little fun game here, though. It's all, it, it can be serious as well. Oh, it can, of course. Yes, of course it weird news. So we're starting off with a love story, Sean. Okay, the truest love story of all. Did you mention that you haven't seen any of these weird news stories? I did. I didn't listen to a word you never you listen. <laughs> You never listen. It's like we clicked record mid-fight. And, we like, <laughs> and now it's continuing on. <laughs> and we'd be like, let's just get this over and done. When we done. Let's be professional. <laughs> but not really. Not happening. Halfway through a weird news, we're going to be like, I just think it's funny how you <laughs> always say that. When, <laughs> when clearly you don't mean it. <laughs> so we're starting off this week. Woman in a five-year relationship with a Boeing 737 says it's going to get physical. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, God. Marriage is on the table. That's right, we have a marriage story. Between a lady and a plane. Yes. How many other marriages have we covered? Too many. Uh, who? What have we covered? Um, ghost doll. Ghost doll. Uh, 
There was go- pirate ghost. Pirate ghost, uh, regular ghost. The man who married a hologram. Yeah. The woman who married her Duve. dog. The woman who married her duve. There's been many. There's been many. Each one of them an affront to God. Yeah. <laughs> I blessed myself there when you said that. <laughs> uh, a woman says that she's been in a five-year relationship with the love of her life. A passenger jet she calls Darling. Oh, Yeah, right. oh, you're, you're on board? Oh, nice. No, it's Michael, or, sorry, Michelle Kobka, 30, from Berlin, Germany, considers herself in a relationship with the with the airplane. Okay. Michelle says that she's been in love with the aircraft for five years, and their relationship is very much physical. She said the 737 is very attractive and sexy to me. He's the most beautifully built, and he's a very attractive and elegant aircraft. But it's, but there's many of them. That's true. You can't be sure it's the uh, same one. There's many humans. Can't be sure it's the same one. You can, not well, they, they have look, a twin. They ha- oh, fair. <laughs> but you can talk to them. Yeah, it's true. Uh, she even nicknamed 737 Shats, which translates into Darling and... In English? Okay. Yeah. I mean... Maybe. Do what uh, you want. But unlike regular relationships, Michelle is unable to spend quality time with her boyfriend, Sean. She has to pay for the privilege. <laughs> Adding, a relationship with a plane is not easy and at times difficult. It's a bit up in the air. It's a bit up in the air. But, like, it's it's tough to take off. But it's starting now. That's your luck. Yeah. They're, they're on a wing and a prayer. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can only get close to him when I fly with him or when I get to him in the hangar which has only happened once in my life so she's broken into an airport basically to get to the hangar to I'm assuming just hug a wheel you'd hope yeah Mm. (laughs) don't say it like that what else is she going to do so she can only get close to her beloved when she flies Mm. and then she's sitting at him but then, technically, isn't there loads of people? Inside oh, no. Him. Oh, no. That's, oh, that's not exclusive. No, but look, love comes in many forms. I suppose. And people, some people love lots of people. They, they do. <laughs> um, she said, I have a big model of him made of fiberglass as well as real components from him. So I can act out. Uh, I can see my, my love to some degree every single day she says just look at a picture of a plane <laughs> she, she has uh, there's several pictures of her kissing the 737 and cuddling with components such as doors and panels <laughs> not in like an old, a warm panel to send you off to sleep this is weird news Wednesday <laughs> how like I don't know the logistics of this at all yeah how does she know she's getting on the right plane Will any 737 do the job? No, I think it has to be one particular 737. So then how do you tell the difference? She looks at the flight radar of what's landing. If you you can't tell what your lover looks like Mm -hmm. just by looking at them, I think you've gone wrong. I don't think that's a special relationship. No, and she's got a little model made. Yeah. How big is the model? (laughs) How big big is too big? (laughs) Oh, I, I, I... I don't know. Are the wings attached? Because that makes it bulky. You can't get it through a door. So I know what you're thinking. I do, yeah. It's very different to normal human shot. Yeah. So they asked her, what's it like? She explained, it's like a normal relationship. You see, we have relaxing even evenings together. And when we go to bed, we cuddle and we fall asleep together. It's a No, you don't. You cuddle with the model, if yeah, anything. Yeah, but that's the same. 
Did you just think your head just went down and was like, no? No, no, I'm not having this. I don't. I think this is true love and you're against it. Did she say it's going to get physical? I think she said it's going to get. I have skipped that, but she did say it's going to get physical. How, how physical do you think it's going to how get? How do you fuck a plane? <laughs> That's a question I never thought I'd be asked. Sure. How do you fuck a plane? I don't know. Mm, mm, with great difficulty? Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Plenty yeah. of planning. Pl- plenty of pl- <laughs> Maybe a boarding pass. Oh, you would hope. You have to show up an hour early. Do you check in the bags? Oh, you're not staying long. <laughs> Just carry on for me, please. <laughs> um, Michelle realised that she had a weakness for aeroplanes when she took her first flight in November of 2013. What do you think that was like? I mean... A sexual awakening of a woman on a plane. But not for any male or female onside plane. Not for any gender, just, just for a for plane. The plane. For the plane itself. It'd go through a bit of turbulence. <laughs> oh! Oh! Bit of bouncing around, oh, lads. No. Oh, no. This has gone off the deep end. Oh, it's a plane, not a ship. I do apologise. That wasn't even a bun. <laughs> Not everything I say has to be a problem. Ah, oh, feels like it though. Ah, it does, yeah, in fairness. Maybe it um, would propel her to new heights. Oh, good. Um, so she said, I got so excited with boarding the plane, I realised I am in love at that moment with the 737. No, you just like flying. No, she doesn't. You, you get a thrill from going on holiday. <laughs> That's about it. I think we all do, though. You get a bit of excitement. Yeah. Go on holiday. I'm going on holiday next week. There you go. Yeah. He won't be here next week, everyone. We're, we're all going it's to be... It's me and you. Me. <laughs> just you going, lads, we have to talk about Connor. <laughs> I just sometimes, he doesn't listen to me. We fight all the time. All the time behind the scenes. <laughs> the first time we really met, she says, of the 737, her yeah. darling. Yes. First time we really met was May 1st, 2019, and I enjoyed every millisecond with him, she said. My cheeks hurt from smiling. I'm the happiest woman in the world, Ooh. and I'm with him, and when I'm with him, I have everything I need. Uh, well, it's, you have... A, tra- a trolley comes down every so often. <laughs> a little slide. With snacks. If they crash. If they crash. Vests. <laughs> A little whistle. Oh, if you need a whistle, he has a load of them. Oh, man. Um, What else could you need? Oxygen. Plenty of that. What Michelle finds particularly irresistible about the 737 is the winglets, Sean. Oh, the winglets. The winglets, the sexiest part of all planes. Um, When I touch his wing... What the fuck is a winglet? (laughs) It's right beside the left phalange. Um, When I touch his wings, I get immediately sweaty palms and get excited, she said. That would be the engine coolant. (laughs) It's leaking. I'd be nervous if I was on the wing of a plane. I'm going to fall. I'd be grand. No, would you? Yeah. Why? Just Just uh, badass. Not a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) We always fight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Michelle's ultimate dream is to be able to marry the plane, Sean. But why? What do you mean, why? She just explained she's in love with the plane. She said, and wait till you hear this. Right. So many people have, like, fantasies about, like, with their significant other. They're like, we're going to get married. We're going to go live somewhere. We're going to... Wait for a recession, get a good deal on the mortgage. Get a good deal on a mortgage. Maybe don't have kids. We don't have enough money. Run out of food. 
we started eating each other. Eating each- oh. Yeah, there you go. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> cannibalism. <laughs> Straight to cannibalism. Can't, can't cannibalise a plan. <laughs> exactly. So um, she says, my plan is I want to marry my sweetheart and live with him in a hangar. And it's just a special kind of love that doesn't hurt anybody, she said. So maybe You're- we shouldn't stop shitting at her. Doesn't hurt anybody, Sean. It hurts the pilot. Yeah, actually. Oh, God, yeah. Mm. God. Hurts the other passengers on the plane. Yeah, you had to listen to her. It hurts the environment. <laughs> it does. Take not, a boat. Not least because you're trying to heat a fucking hangar. <laughs> um, after an overwhelming day for Michelle, she admits her frustration with society not taking in her love, Sean. Well, Michelle, if you're listening, go on. What are your thoughts? Thank you for tuning in to Weird News Wednesday. I wish it was more accepted in society, she says. There are always people who don't accept it, like everybody but her. Yeah. I don't... Like, it's more... It's inconvenient. I think it's just hard. I think she just likes flying. (laughs) She wants to be a pilot. Be a pilot. Yeah. You'll get to see your your, your partner more often. Don't have sex with a plane. Don't have sex with a plane. That's rule one of sex. That's what we've always said since day one. (laughs) I'm simply different and I stand for my love to my 737. And that is the end of that. It's not hers though. I know it is. It's owned by a private company. You don't own anybody. No, if you read into that. Yeah. she, She is in a relationship where she pays to have access to something that is owned by a company. To provide a service. So what you're saying is she's married to a prostitute. Which is fine. <laughs> but it's a plane. It is. Yeah. Like. <laughs> the confused look on your face. And the, the look, the plane has no say in the matter. The plane has to work. Oh my God. <laughs> Plane's going off the work. Just get off my back for one day. <laughs> Just Literally get off my back. <laughs> Another tough day at the flight around the city. Oh, another tough day oh at the plane factory. That's <laughs> at the plane factory. <laughs> Going back to the hangar. Oh, man. You never want to hang out anymore, plane. Oh. No, because I'm... I've been in the... Did you, did you hang, just, hang up? No, I get you. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, go on, yeah. He just flew in from, from America. From and America. boy, are his arms tired. They are tired. Huh? Yeah, oh, good God. stuff. I think this is true love. I think you're against true love. You were against the ghosts. You were against Owl Man. That's not part of love, but I was slightly no. in love with Owl Man. You were well, against, I know you were in love with Owl Man. You were against holograms. Look, that you, duvet are we really doing this? Yeah, we're right. doing this. So, okay. Right, go on. Right, so you have just decided... <laughs> To take devil's advocate in every argument. (laughs) Which makes me be the voice of reason every time. I I think you're good at the voice of reason. I'm certainly not the voice of reason. (laughs) You're the voice of pure chaos. (laughs) Pure chaos. Because I think it's funnier. It's chaotic energy. (laughs) I'm the Jake Gyllenhaal of this podcast. (laughs) I hope people think we're actually fighting. (laughs) And another day, right? You know, we just... I, I would marry a 747. Not 737, I'm above that. 747. You want, you want that double-decker plane? I would love a double-decker now. There's uh, more of them to love. I'd actually love, you know, a chocolate bar double-decker. Uh, I haven't had a double-decker in I'm, years. Oh, man. They're the Ye- same. <laughs> so if you perfect it, why change it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, fu- oh yeah. they're a meal to eat, though. So, are they? Yeah. Yeah, you don't, you don't you want one of them. You would, actually. Yeah, no, you would. Because uh, that's two bars. It's two bars. Double-decker. Double-decker, lads. It's in the name. 
<laughs> so Shauna we say this woman is uh, completely sane and we endorse her love she's got her head in the clouds oh very good uh, there's so many chances for puns here but I was too enamoured with the love you're all about the love story I'm, I'm just, all about comedy uh, someday soon we're going to cover her wedding to this fucking plane and we're going to have to do a full research on that uh, where's the honeymoon going to be <laughs> he's going to do a lot of work he doesn't even get a honeymoon he has to work yeah he'll be flying right back out <laughs> yeah. he lands and he's just like just give me five minutes lads <laughs> just like I'll have a cigarette maybe grand cigarette <laughs> it's a plane smoke <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the plane on fire. All <laughs> yeah. oh, right. Someone should get save that plane. <laughs> save that plane. Save my husband. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is a Seattle man. Speaking of double deckers, mm-hmm. a Seattle man broke into an office building, ate two hundred euro, two hundred dollars worth of chocolate, and collapsed in a sugar coma. Oh no! Yes. I mean, look, we've all been there. We've all been there. Uh, a man attempting to break into a financial building earlier this month was thwarted by his own gluttonous appetite. <sighs> One of the seven deadly sins. Exactly. Uh, Kevin Spacey got him. Uh, the unnamed 44-year-old man snuck into a downtown Seattle office building just before 7pm on October 3rd. So this is three weeks ago. Mm. Uh, according to the Seattle police blotter, he took the elevator up to a financial services office and shook the doors open and in the office at the time saw the man and hid right okay okay um, fair the suspect then went into an office moved a painting on the wall and discovered his kryptonite shod a safe a glistening glass bowl filled with gourmet chocolates why was that hidden behind the painting <laughs> I think that was just on the table I think it's a whole separate story okay. they just moved a painting what like slightly slightly and mm. then I mean, if they're gourmet chocolates. They're gourmet. What is a gourmet chocolate? Oh. Box of roses? They're not gourmet? No, box of heroes. But they're definitely not gourmet. Quality Street? Maybe Quality Street. They're quality. They are quality. Yeah. It's in the name. Yeah. Uh, celebrations are... <sighs> I don't think so. No, they're the, I forgot to get you a gift. <laughs> yeah. I, I would classify uh, heroes in that as well. Yeah, true. Heroes are, I forgot to get you a gift, but I'm a bit classier than celebrations. Are heroes classier than celebrations? I, I Actually, no, maybe not. Maybe it's the other way around. I think it is. I think celebrations are the... They have the more fan favourites. What's the best one, though? Roses? I like roses. I miss the old roses, though. They oh, used they to come changed in, it. Yeah, they used to come in foil. Yeah. And and also... Damaged like, the environment. Like. Damaged the environment a little bit. But also, like, they changed the colours. So now different ones are different things. The I coffee only, one is like blue fucking Do you want now. to know a weird fact about me? I'm not a chocolate, big chocolate eater anyway. No. But uh, the only rose I will eat is the strawberry. I love uh, the strawberry. The ch- chocolate with the strawberry. That's, that's the only one I'll have. I'll eat the four of them in the packet. And, and, then, then, and then leave it at Christmas. <laughs> me and my brother like fight over who gets the strawberry ah, ones. Right. Everyone else in my family hates them. So I, I'm fine with that. Like, do you like a bounty? Uh, no. Oh, I've never met a man who likes a bounty. No, I'm not a bounty man myself. I'm not a big chocolate eater anyway. That's true. Yeah, so... But you're not going in and buying a single bounty bar. Yes, no. Absolutely. <laughs> Imagine the look you'd get. No, the, oh, the, the person at the cash register would just spit in your face. Anyone and you deserve st- it. Stands up and buys one bounty. One bounty. He used to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> right? Nobody loves bounty that much. Well, I would love to like save up all the bounties that are left... In the tub of celebrations. There's always some left. Put them in one tub of celebrations oh. and gi- gift someone. Give just it to your biggest enemy. <laughs> so, we got kind of carried away. 
<laughs> There's a story here. Sorry, yeah. We were just having a chat about chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to anyone that doesn't know Irish chocolates, by the way. Um, so he moved the painting on the wall and discovered his kryptonite, the big glass bowl full of roses. Classic. Um, the hidden employee saw the man make his way over to the bowl and start scoffing down the treat. <laughs> Scoff is a good word. The employee watched in horror. <laughs> Disgust. <laughs> he could not look away. It was more chocolate than man. <laughs> uh, he ate an estimated two hundred dollars worth of luxury chocolates, and then, in the midst of an apparent sugar coma, he took a nap in the office. It's like, oh, there's no one around. I could probably get away with this. Snooze, snooze. Like, also, I don't know if two hundred dollars worth of chocolates is that a lot of chocolate? Uh, if they're hundred yeah, dollars. If they're a hundred dollars each, that's only two chocolates. That's not. It's definitely that. What a hundred dollars? Not about the gold. They're luxury. Maybe actually. Or, uh, how much? Were, I don't know. What's a luxury chocolate to you? What's a chocolate? We've just seen? had this conversation. No, no, no. But not from like the Christmas stuff. I'm talking like you walk into a shop. Oh, okay. Like basic bitch is dairy milk straight up. A milk tray. Yeah. Milk tray. But like, what's the luxury? Oh, Lily O'Brien's. Lily O'Brien's is the luxury. I think yeah, you're right. There, there's a there's a luxury chocolate here down the road from me. Fuck off. Yeah, they're quite nice. All right. Good hot chocolate. Yes. Yeah. I had a hot chocolate war for the last week. <laughs> 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 Tell me about it. <laughs> That was only funny because I looked into the distance as I said it. Just remembering back. Good hot chocolate. I was, I was great now. Where'd you get? Uh, it was a little shop called Carter's. Carter's in yeah, Waterford. Down by the Keys. Lovely spot. I recommend them now severely if you're in Ireland. <laughs> this is just us having conversations now. This isn't even weird news. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just chocolate recommendations. See, we haven't talked all day because of all the fighting. You yeah. know what I mean? We're actually having a chat now. Now we're bonding. Now we're bonding, <laughs> finally. It's been a year. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a week. We're trying to do a catch up. <laughs> What's been going on with you, lad? <laughs> um, so, by the time the security. Oh, no, we're still on this, we are. Ah, look, this story won't ever fucking end. <laughs> <laughs> by the time the security arrived at the scene, the man had reportedly stripped off his shoes, his jacket, and his watch and was sprawled out on an office couch. Cheers, he made himself comfortable. <laughs> so, he walks in, moves the painting. Eats a load of chocolates, goes to sleep, wakes back up, takes off his shoes, his jacket, and starts just lying down Throws, on the couch. Folds up the jacket, makes a little pillow. As you do. Um, when security attempted to remove him from the office, the man reportedly yelled, You'll have to kill me to take me to jail. <laughs> this is like zero to hundred. Yeah. There's no like slap on the wrist in his mind. <laughs> so I'm going away for life. <laughs> They're going to throw away the key. I'd be better off dead. <laughs> Shoot me here because I can't go behind bars. I won't survive. <laughs> There's no chocolate in prison. Yeah. Um, I like how... Hang on, this is the best sentence I think I've ever read in Weird News. The man reportedly yelled, You'll have to kill me to take me to jail. Dot, dot, dot. He then quickly gave up. <laughs> No follow through this man No follow through <laughs> You'll have to kill me Ah come on Alright fair enough That was okay. the last of his Like sugar rush Yeah oh then it wore that. off Yeah, yeah then then he's like Ah it's grand Yeah look you know what I'm, I feel a bit tired He had a sunny D On the way out And just <laughs> killed everyone <laughs> The man was arrested On suspicion Of burglary And malicious mischief but was, I love malicious Any time someone gets Convicted of mischief He was arrested on mischief Which 
brings into question one man. A detective. A detective. A detective divilment. A bit of divilment went case. on. Yes, detective divilment. Who is detective divilment, Sean? He's the a new listeners. He's a character that was born from one weird news story. Who we decided a jazz aquarium. A jazz aquarium. Yeah. We decided that he's a detective. Who he just he investigates like minor misdemeanors, the pettiest crime. like the pettiest littlest thing, but he takes it full serious. <laughs> And Red string, dead bodies. Yeah, you give him 48 hours, he'll bring you a body. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's the right one or not. He has, I think he had a, a, a steak in his pocket yeah. at all steak times. Steak and milk. Steak and, and milk in each pocket. And he's always smoking a cigar. Yeah. And he just, he hunkers down and is like, talk to me. <laughs> so, he would walk into this scene, this guy got done for mischief. Yeah. He'd just look at all the chocolate wrappers. Talk to me. Who could have done this? What are you saying? And then he'd do like a Batman Joker style interrogation on this. Slam that guy's face. (laughs) Straight in the desk. (laughs) They're like, who is that man? He's the best damn detective we've ever had. He's a wild card, but I'm glad he's in our deck. Yeah, Detective Dimmond is the wild card. (laughs) Detective Dimmond. I love how he stuck around. Dimmond would be on this in a flash. Yeah. He would take this man down. Yeah, and for those that don't know either, Dimmond is mischief. Yeah, it's just an Irish term for mischief. Yeah, causing Um, a bit of Dimmond. A bit of Dimmond. So the Seattle Police Department did not immediately respond to the insider's request for comment about the man. So Mm. we were asking about uh, what this man means. What does he want? What did he want, Sean? Chaos. Chaos. He's a chaos demon. Yeah. Mischief. He's, uh, and he's, I don't know, he's got diabetes maybe. I mean, that, like, that sugar affected him pretty damn quick. That's a lot of chocolate. $200 worth of chocolate. If they're like, what? Even if it's luxury chocolate. What, like, $2 a pop? There's still 100 chocolates. 100 bites of chocolate. Yeah, 100 chocolates. And there's got to be fillings as well. Yeah, caramel. For uh, his teeth. Oh, bounty. <laughs> oh, not the bounty. <laughs> he looked at the bounty, threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> not today, old friend. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> and he throws it away. Divermint's always eating a bounty. <laughs> oh, is Divermint a bounty fan? Yeah. Oh my god. He's the only man. Because <laughs> <laughs> it unnerves people, doesn't he? He'll unwrap a bounty and eat it in front of you. Just slowly. Just one more question. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I like the idea that he broke in with no real idea and just decided to take a nap. I love a criminal who just takes a nap halfway through the crime. It really shows the level of they've had a big day. They're all tuckered out. They're all tuckered out. They used the last of their energy getting in. Exactly. So, moving on to our next piece of news. Ducks, Sean. Ducks. Suspected fire on radar in northern Minnesota turns out to be 600,000 ducks. That's a lot of ducks. (laughs) What were they up to? Um, The local weather radar turned into a feather radar for a few hours Wednesday morning. Not the best joke. (laughs) What? There's got... I love the quack a good joke. That's pretty good. Thank you. That's all right. Yeah, I uh, saved it. No, but a better head, a better like leading comment. The radar was down for a while. Yeah, I don't get it. duck down. No, it's co- well. Look, you you wouldn't know, but yeah. it's commonly used in expensive duvets and pillows. Oh wow, jeez, that would have been a great one. <laughs> wouldn't it just? We're back to fighting. <laughs> Turned on me again. <laughs> um, meteorologists in the National Weather Service's Duluth office noticed some unusual activity on the screen and became worried there was a fire in the county. 
right? Okay. They called the sheriff and the fire centre and no one had heard of any emergencies. They then rang up the Rice Lake National Wildlife Refugees. Uh, uh, refuge, sorry, refugees, Jesus. <laughs> Those ducks um, have been true enough. <laughs> been true enough. <laughs> Give them a home. <laughs> <laughs> Where the action scene flew over the wall. Oh, absolutely. Where the action seemed to be concentrated. It turned out to be 600,000 ducks in formation. In formation? Yeah. They were getting ready for an attack. This is. <laughs> and a quack. Ah, good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Ducked out like the blankets. <laughs> oh, oh. He's <laughs> <laughs> um, a meteorologist said working from the refuge said they'd been out conducting a waterfowl survey in the morning around 10 ter- 10.30am the timing corresponded almost exactly with what appeared on the radar in Duluth the surveyors went out onto the lake in airboats which likely disturbed the ducks on the lake they flapped around until the vessel left and the birds could settle peacefully on the water once again the, the meteorologist said they were surprised with the size and the timing of the echo the ducks caused. Ah, uh, impossible. How do you know? Ducks, quacks, don't echo. Ah, oh, well done. Um, the weather service is used in a, to its ra- radar, picking up the roosting rings from time to time. But that usually happens around sunrise in autumn or spring. I birds- know when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, David. <laughs> <laughs> Nearest we can figure is there's something special about that lake in particular, they say. Oh. Right? The highest duck counts in the region tend to come from that site. There must be something the ducks especially like in that lake, Sean. What, what is there? Bread? Talk to me. <laughs> Dillament, Dillament is terrified of ducks. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they love bounties. <laughs> Keep taking his bounties. He gets swarmed. <laughs> and what could be in the lake? Bread is good. I There's a bakery underneath the wall. The underground bakery. The under, under, underwater, underwater bakery. bakery. Oh that God. bread would be so soggy. It's a very wet dough. <laughs> very wet dough. Uh, I, and 600,000? Yeah. That's a lot. 600,000 ducks. That would be terrifying to imagine, drive a boat through. Yeah, imagine you turn up and you're just like, in my head, yeah, you have a boat and you're slowly going through and they just part. Like the Red Sea. Like the Red Sea. But there's 300,000 either side of you and they all just silently just are looking at yeah, you. Yeah, the ducks, like, a duck, there's a fear that somewhere a duck is staring at you. I can't remember the name of that fear. But. You would definitely have it there because there's 600,000. Oh, and they're all looking at you. <laughs> yes. Well, imagine being right in the middle of the lake, ducks all around you, yeah. and just... <laughs> <laughs> and they all disperse. Just chaos. <laughs> just absolute lunacy. There'd be shit everywhere. I have like, How you would teach your child, right? If you were a father, yeah. you bring your son out in the lake. We're going fishing, boy, right? But he's been, he's been a bit whingy for the last few weeks. <laughs> right. How you teach him a lesson? <laughs> bring him to Duck Lake. Bring him to... <laughs> the duck lake you drop him right in the centre you stick on slowly your mask and your padding (laughs) he's like father what are we doing here you you say boy (laughs) do you remember the time you dirtied the bathroom (laughs) and you've you've like crafted him a suit made out of slices of bread He's a little baker boy. He's a little baker. He's covered in flour. <laughs> Loves flour. I think that's a way to teach your children a lesson. Go to the killer duck lake. Go to the killer duck lake. Put him in the middle. Clap. Oh man. <laughs> I, that would, that would sound like Batman is born. 
Duckman. Duckman. You're going to become your greatest fear. The, yeah. And then he the used... clap. <laughs> he fears the clap. He's dressed as a duck, but his superhero name is the clap. He's very confused. Everyone's confused. He's always on edge. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like loud noises. The worst superhero ever. <laughs> the big explosion goes off and they're robbing the bag he's like Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus I've got the clap <laughs> yeah two things happen he either becomes terrified of ducks or becomes king of the ducks one of the two <laughs> oh man this this duck lake there's a it's a place of great danger it is but also they great possibility a, they thought it was a fire 600,000 ducks are so big that they come up on the radar as, as a mass fire yeah like fucking hell! I mean, look, hopefully, hopefully, a fire never starts there because from now on they'll just be like, "Oh, it's the ducks." Yes, the oh, the ducks are at again. Yeah, just the pyromaniac ducks. <laughs> <laughs> They're obviously trying to set fire to the water. The dad gave this duck like a zippo lighter. <laughs> <laughs> the duck has a roll-up sleeve T-shirt yeah. and like he had a pack of cigarettes in his roll-up sleeve. Yeah. He takes one out, just slowly takes a drag. <laughs> This is the coolest goddamn duck. <laughs> My god. <laughs> Just goes mental. <laughs> he's still a duck no, at the end of the day. That's not so fucking cool though, is he? Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe we come up with a hero who has the clap. <laughs> I know. Very progressive. Very progressive. Um, we're moving on to our next piece of news. Man 20 arrested at Iowa bar with fake McLovin ID for a movie. But that's... That's a thing from a movie. So what movie is that? Super bad? Super bad. Well, the 20-year-old man in Iowa has been arrested for a super bad idea, Sean. Oh, very good. Yes. So the reports say that Daniel Burleson of Des Moines was arrested for underage drinking in, a, in an Iowa City bar. Police said he was carrying a replica of a fake ID that said McLovin, similar to the one in the 2007 movie Superbad, when he was spotted drinking at 12.30am. Burleson allegedly admitted to drinking vodka and showed his actual driver's license, which showed he was not old enough to party. Jesus. <laughs> so, they had fun writing this. Yeah, absolutely. He denied having a fake ID. He denied it. Hmm. But police found a fake ID on him no. in his pocket. No, it's a prop. Oh, all right. He was from the movie yeah. from 2007. Yeah. He's actually in the crew. <laughs> Um, he was found he was carrying a Hawaii driver's license with the loan name McLovin and a birth date of June 3rd 1981 identical to the one used by Christopher Mintz Plasse Christopher Mintz Plasse Fogel character in the film he allegedly used the replica to get into the bar uh, so it worked so it wor- I, the bouncer was just like ah here ah, fair play to you boy or he'd never seen Superman maybe uh, my work here is done said, said Rogan said the tweet when someone tweeted this story to him which is pretty great it's also mad that a 20 year old can't drink yeah here it is here it's like <laughs> here it's like 12 here it's look whenever really <laughs> your first confirmation or communion yeah whenever you feel like it but like actually yeah at your confirmation don't you sign a thing that's like you sign a verbal contract that yeah. you're allowed drink if your parents agree to it something like that or it's like you're not meant to drink, but if your parents are like, ah, it's grad, they'll give you a pint. Yeah, and I think that might be 16 yeah. at that. But like, you're like, if you're under drinking, you don't really get in trouble. 
No. You'll get a slap on the wrist. Ah, no. Lads, come on. <laughs> the parents silently proud of you. Yeah. Fair play to you, boy. Sure, look. He's class to be fair to him. <laughs> fair enough now, McLovin. Come here. Well, once you hit 18 and you you have your quote-unquote first drink, yeah. you're already, like, past it well, and so tired of the whole thing. You're already an experienced drinker. Yeah, that's like, it. Your tolerance is through the roof. <laughs> Jeez, you're drinking a lot on your first night. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling grand. <laughs> and I want to go for a run, yeah? Double vodka's all night, boys. <laughs> In Superbad, the Fogel character is a high school student who tries to buy alcohol at a convenience store with the help of his friends. Uh, when Fogel gets a fake ID claiming he's a 25-year-old Hawaiian organ daughter, a wild night ensues that includes drinking and hijinks. Did they just pad out this article with a just description bit of, of Wikipedia. <laughs> so, I think that many people, some people haven't seen Superbad, so they might not know. That's true. Um, but it's yeah. It's fine. It's basically a movie where a load of underage guys try to go, go to go drinking and someone gets a fake ID and yeah. he's called McLovin in the fake ID. And that's hilarity ensues. Hilarity ensues. Hijinks, Hijinks. if you will. Um, they say, McLovin, what kind of stupid name is that? Now they're just quoting the movie. Yeah. I mean, this seems like a poor article. Was this written by Seth Rogen trying <laughs> yeah. to set up a sequel? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good ra- laugh. <laughs> um, so, what if his name was McLovin? I mean, I mean this man, not the movie. I yeah, mean, this particular man. What if he was born in eighty one and his name is actually McLovin? First I, name Mac. I mean, he's the unluckiest man in the world, mm. surely. Yeah. To have that be taken in a movie. Oh, that's my name. Oh no, I'll never get in anywhere now. Everyone <laughs> thinks it's a joke. Only one name. Him and Cher. Him and Cher. It's the only two that are allowed the to same. have it. And Madonna. And Madonna. Uh, is there anybody else? Uh, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. One name. Uh, Adele. Why is it? It's female singers. A lot. Yeah. Brezzy. <laughs> <laughs> Brezzy. You looked at me like you'd solved it. Brezzy. Brezzy. Uh, no. Bono. Bono. No, Bono's a good one. Paul, no, no, Paul Hewson. Bon, Bono's full name is Bono the Prick. <laughs> <laughs> or, sure, your man Bono. <laughs> you know your man Bono? Your man with the glasses, Bono. Oh, that dick. Yeah, that dickhead. <laughs> he's not liked. <laughs> he's not liked here. No. Um, McLovin ID. I think, I think this is a joke that's gone too far. He got into the bar. I am, I'm wondering how many times that worked for him. Mm. Like, he had enough confidence to do it, like... How many times do you think is too many? Surely you'd run into a bouncer who's seen the movie. Yeah, exactly. But he's 20. Yeah. Like, he could be in college. And Is he old enough to vote in America? I think it's 18 in America. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But he's, he's, old enough, drink. he's old enough to drive. And go to war, but not drink. Yeah. Fairness, we're all alcoholics, so what do we know? Yeah, we, our culture is not meant for this type of story. No, not everyone Cause, can cause do I, this. Because the logic I'm presenting here is... Why did he just sure, go piss? Yeah, yeah, sure he's a 20 like he should be allowed. <laughs> he should be drunk as he did the interview. Yeah. Like, he's never going to be cool with that attitude. No, that's why, like, must be really hard for, uh, you know, someone who finishes school in Ireland they're 18 they go to America yeah. for a, a, a little holiday after school oh yeah can do nothing oh you can't do anything sure there's culture and sights but yeah. what does America have that Ireland doesn't you can't buildings have, can't have the sup <laughs> the sup 
<laughs> can't have the juice of life. Oh, little, little. Are you an alcoholic? It might be. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Ah, Sherlock. Ah, Sherlock, what can you do? Um, <laughs> I'm good crack, aren't I? <laughs> That's a very Irish thing. Like, your Uncle Tom's an alcoholic. He's going crack, but... No, no one's an alcoholic. They're fierce fond of the drink. <laughs> fierce fond. Fierce fond is a great phrase. <laughs> oh, he's fierce fond of the drink now. Yeah, um, he's got help. Him. Oh, he's great fun at parties, but... After a while there now, he, he would get a bit rowdy. Okay, he gets a bit handsy. Yeah, but he gets handsy. He's a bit weird with the drink now. <laughs> fierce fond of it. He's a devil with uh, the drink. Oh, he's a de- get detective back. <laughs> um, convicted bank robber makes five day closing speech to court. Five days? <laughs> what a genius. <laughs> there are six million bottles of <laughs> um, A bank robber in Germany used his legal right to a last word to speak for five days in court That's in brilliant. Germany. A district court in Hamburg sentenced Michael Jurnik, 71, to more than 12 years in jail for three bank robberies, attempted murder and violation of weapons law. Right. Nice guy. Uh, nice guy. I mean, look, he's using his time on the outside to... He's put it to good use. Absolutely. Under German law, a defendant is given the opportunity to have a last word after a verdict is given. Defendants generally use the time to show remorse. Or say, say I'm sorry. Or say nothing. Right. Yeah. Jornik, who attended court in sunglasses, Bono, <laughs> ranted about allegedly incompetent investigators and claimed that he had more legal knowledge than his lawyers, he said. Oh, this is the right? Trump level of person. Uh, Jornik's speech spanned five days, a source in the court press office confirmed. As the verdict was delivered, the 71-year-old continually interrupted the judge. As he was, Wait, cut it! Cut I, it! I'm not finished. <laughs> I'm not finished. Your guilt. Cassette! <laughs> if I don't let you say. La 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 la. If, if I were to put a number on how sorry I am, if it, would it be one? Two? Three? Well, four is still an option. Five. Five is an option. Six. Um, seven, eight. Don't want to jump ahead, but 13. 13. A lot of people like 13. 400. 400. 420. And then later on, he's like, did I say seven? <laughs> Let me let me start, I'll start again. again just to be clear. I've lost my place. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is embarrassing for me and you lads and fired us now. Um Jaurnik has previous convictions for a series of bank robberies in the seventies and eighties and led a five day prison riot at Hamburg's prison in nineteen ninety. It's all about five days. He's this just man. Only five he then he runs out of fuel. God. I mean look, the stamina. <laughs> stamina for five days. Um Jaurnik's lawyer, Johannes Johannes Rowells of butchered all these names told German media that his client would not appe- or would appeal hit the sentence so he's in coming a, back in a very brief letter <laughs> I have five days to write this letter what if, how many how many days will he spend in jail but you're not allowed to say five. <laughs> oh, what is it he got 13 he got years? 12 years 12 years 12 times 365 <laughs> so that's 3650 plus 890 mm. over 4,000 days oh, Jesus Christ that's a lot of days that's a lot of days that's a lot of days plus some leap years I, I like the idea that if you're going to go down you might as well ruin everybody else's week while you're at it but like the jury were getting free meals and lodgings yeah and missing work actually and missing work and also some of his old crew pulled off a bank heist while he was talking <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the whole police just get distracted. It was a distraction. <laughs> oh my god! He's been planning it for decades. 
<laughs> There's another prison riot going on behind him. <laughs> he's just like, and another thing, I think, how would you even keep talking for five days? You know I, that game, like, you're meant to keep talking without taking breaks. Keep break. talking and no, nobody dies or something. And, and you're not allowed to say A or M. Like, yeah. we would both lose. Um, <laughs> but I think he did that for five days. Was, it, was he just rambling by about day two? It, like, uh, was it... 24 hour days or did court break for the evening because you can't you couldn't have people in I think, the court I think court is like 9 to 6 yeah something like that so if he if at 6 o'clock he's still talking they're like right we better wrap it up for today yeah come back tomorrow we'll see what happens are you done no okay right we'll be back tomorrow do you think on the 5th day he left it till 5.59 or he finished it at like 9.02 in the morning <laughs> Imagine bringing them back. He brought them back for in. For two minutes. I think that's more of a dickhead <laughs> he move. He brought in just went, thank you. <laughs> to sum up, I regret nothing. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. <laughs> um, so, I think that's, I like a bit of shithousery. Yeah. And that's my favourite level of shithouse. Like, he's clearly a dickhead. Yeah, he's ruining everyone's day. But I mean, reason. you might as well go down just in a ball of flames. Burn everybody else as well. Exactly. Um, Look, they'll remember us. They'll talk about you. Absolutely. So, we're moving on to our next piece of news. Florida man crashes forklift, smashes windows with hammer, strips inside warehouse. Was he working at this facility? Look, it's all to find out now in a second, but okay. it's Florida man, so I'm assuming no. Just went for a spin. <laughs> a Cape Corral man is accused of breaking into a Fort Myers business using a forklift, smashing windows with a hammer and stripping down inside the building. Accused. Mm, accused. <laughs> they probably see them. Very specific. Uh, based on witness statements okay. and video surveillance. Okay. So that's double. Doesn't mean anything. Uh, deputies piece together. <laughs> piece together. <laughs> based on. Talk pe- to me. <laughs> based on people telling me and me see with my own eyes. I think you did. <laughs> He's there naked with a hammer and the keys to a forklift. Prove it. <laughs> Where's your evidence, officer? You don't have any. Um, what led to Joseph Bionic, 24, standing in a warehouse naked with a hammer in his hand? And another is hammer in his other hand. <laughs> um, it started on Saturday night when he was seen going inside the United Plumbing Warehouse. Oh, God. Located on whatever road that is and taking out a golf cart, according to a County Sheriff's Office report. He drove the golf cart to the front of another business. I mold water damage and mold restoration. <laughs> God, there's a lot of niche businesses Very in Florida. Very niche. Um, Beanick is a former employee of iMold. Oh, he's got a motive. He, exactly. He's got a motive. What? It's iMold. They work with mold. Like the plane thing. No, the down. Ah, yeah. oh, lads. What? Oh, my God. That was good. Randy Ducks. <laughs> iMold. Mold of his guts. We're fighting again. We're fighting again. We're all fighting. Uh, the report said that Beanick then drove a forklift. So he drove a golf cart to the company. Yeah. Then somehow got his hands on a forklift and then drove that into the fence to bust inside iMold. Okay. Right? Once he got in the fenced-in area, Beanick was caught in surveillance cameras taking a hammer to box truck windows, the glass front door of the business and the side window in the building, according to the report. The suspect then stripped down in a neighbouring warehouse bathroom and took a shower. All right. Yeah. Get the DNA off him. Smart. Get rid of his own DNA. Yes. <laughs> Keep scrubbing, by. <boy>. Clever. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I scrub and I scrub and I still have DNA. Self, I'm riddled with DNA. <laughs> when a worker heard loud bangs and came out of his office to investigate, he found Bionic standing naked in the warehouse with a hammer in his hand and a hammer in his other hand. Yes. Bionic put on a blue United plumbing polo, which he was later arrested in. So wait, he took a polo from the original place? Yes. Then came over to Imol? Yes. And then went to another building to have a shower and then went back to the other factory. Okay. Yeah. They must be like right beside each other. I'd say it's an industrial estate kind of situation. Deputies responded and cornered the man inside an office. He refused to put down the hammer. So so the canine took him down. Oh, gosh. (laughs) That's not the way you want to go. No. I like that they sent in the dog. They released the hounds. It's a wolf way to go. Uh, Both business owners. Well, no. uh, Well, he's a dog. And dogs say wolf. But I was saying Some dogs say bork. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I was barking up the wrong tree with that pun yeah you were uh, I'm after giving you two <laughs> give me a good one <laughs> damn it he's right <laughs> both business owners said that they want to persecute or prosecute uh, B-Nick for the damage to persecute <laughs> to persecute <laughs> they, they want to prosecute him <laughs> They want to prostitute a oh God! for the damage to their property. The forklift is valued at $10,000 and the multiple glass windows are estimated to cost more than $1,000 to replace. He's facing charges of burglary and criminal mischief. Oh, there's only one man there's for this job. There's only one man! Give me another forklift. <laughs> <laughs> want to see how he did it? <laughs> he reconstructs it. For <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> like the, he waits till they replace all the glass and repair the Smart. forklift. Smart. And then he goes to town. Slowly drives straight through the night. You don't have to do it, you can just tell us. <laughs> and he's moving in slow motion. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> it's one of his many skills. He's very old. Um, <laughs> he's, he's an old man, Detective Devilman. What do you think of Florida about here? He he's he's had a strange old night. He's I, he seems pissed off at his former employer. Yeah, but he took it out with the wrong people, though. He took it out in the f- other companies around the employer. Well, he was employed by the mold people. Yeah. The mold. <laughs> Not the mold people. The mold. The mold oh, people. we're all employed by the mold they people. They live underground. They run our societies. Indeed. Uh, but he smashed their windows. Yes. Then went to another place to get a shower. So it's. I think the smashing windows one is the worst. What about the forklift through the door? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, did that belong to the mould place? No, that belonged place? to the other place. The plumbing place? Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I've misjudged it. Sorry, no, entire. no, no, sorry. He got the forklift to drive into iMold's fence to bust inside the fenced-in area. Right, so the fence. So he took iMold's fence with the forklift. Yeah. Then he got out the hammer and started just breaking a load of glass on the front door and all the side windows... Um, and then he broke in, right. then stripped down to all, of, just naked, because yeah. aerodynamics, and then he went to had a shower. Did he get naked for the shower? Um, see, it's or never was... specifically stated if he got naked before the shower or for the shower. Right, okay. Yeah. If he was naked and then just happened upon a shower. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I'm here now. Sure. Might as well put his clothes <laughs> back on, take it back off. <laughs> Better to be naked and, and need a shower. Wait, what? Then, what? Better to need a shower and be naked than to not need one and not be naked. What? That's definitely a phrase. I think that's something that my granddad used to say. Isn't it in the war? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Better to need a shower when you're naked, Connor. Shut up, Grand. <laughs> He's at it again about that shower. <laughs> he just loves eye moles. He's mad about hammers. <laughs> um, he refused to put down the hammer until the dog took him down. Yes. The if dog. you're naked, you do not want a dog coming to bite you. No, not at because all. Because I never want a dog coming to bite me. No, but if you're naked, then there's a whole other area of you open for your, biting. Your belly. Mm, I wasn't thinking your belly. Your bum. Just the inside bit of your of your thigh there. Oh, God. That's, that's, a, that's soft, boy. That's that a pinch. That's soft. That's a pinch, I, right. I was playing soccer last week, and a guy kicked the ball, and right. I went to block it, and it hit right on the inside of that. Ah, no. I couldn't run for about ten minutes without the pain. Oh, <laughs> He's got paper bones. <laughs> I fell apart. Then <laughs> <laughs> I put me back together. Um, so we're finishing off this week with, I mean, Florida Man... He knows... Florida Man sometimes does the right thing. Okay. But sometimes he does the right thing in the wrong way. Because Florida Man traps and plays with alligator until it tires and then pulls it out from pool. Oh, okay. (laughs) So he's saved an animal. Paul Bredard was raising a nine-foot alligator over his head at Hobland Park after... Tiring it out in the pool. He lifted it up triumphantly. Nine feet alligator. Nine feet long. That's a big alligator. A Florida animal trapper says he corralled a large alligator by playing with it until it got tired after it hopped into a residential swimming pool. So did he swim around? Yes. <laughs> what? So celebrity trapper Paul Bedard, who is contracted with the state's nuisance alligator program... Divilments around again. The alligator divilments. Um, so said Thursday that he was dispatched to a house in Parkland, Florida. Bedard said he was able to pull the nearly nine feet, two point seven meter animal out of the water once it grew tired for it playing and hit with him in the pool. So there's an alligator in this family's pool. Yeah, they call this animal trapper out, who. They were looking for a normal animal. They got Florida they Man. They got a celebrity Florida Man animal trap. Florida Man animal trapper is a whole different breed to normal animal trap. Oh. Normal animal trapper, net. Yeah. Florida Man. Florida Man, I'll dive in with him, play a bit of footsie. My body is the net. <laughs> I am the bait. <laughs> but I am the only member of the crew. I am the bait and the trap. <laughs> And he like taps his head. The family are just looking at him. Oh, he's going to die. Just have 911 just type it into your phone. Just have a 9 and a 1. Get ready because this man is... There's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, it's going to be bad. (laughs) Um, Bedard said he was able to pull the 9-foot alligator once out. He described the reptile as mellow after being tired out. And named it Cool Hand Luke. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) This man's a maniac. He's actually he's a sociopath, but for alligators. Yeah, absolutely. Bedard said the alligator weighed one hundred and eighty-five pounds, or All eighty, right. weird or, flex, or eighty-three kgs, which is about I would say thirteen stone, fourteen stone. I don't. And he raised it above his head, lifted it above his head. Yeah, man's beast. So Florida man. I just like the idea that Florida Man traps an alligator by tiring it out by, by playing with it. Yeah. How did he know he was going to like not tire out first? I, 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 it's a game of chance. It is a, it's a risk. Mm. It's like playing peekaboo with a baby. <laughs> Very similar. Except the adult usually gets tired out first. Yeah, oh, Jesus Or just gets sick of it. <laughs> I know where you are, baby. You fucking... Oh, the day you learn object permanence. 
I'm kicking you out so you know I abandoned you. <laughs> You're going to be a perfect great father. <laughs> the day you learn object permanence. It'll be a great day for me. I just put all of his favourite things into a box and yeah. he thinks they're gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, kid. <laughs> Six months old. It's the world. <laughs> World's not kind. <laughs> We're going to the duck pond later on and you're going to be ready. <laughs> clap, clap, motherfucker. <laughs> um... A Florida man, I mean, how much of a maniac is this man? Oh, he knows no fear, surely. Knows no fear. How scared would you be in that situation? He's shitting myself. Yeah. Because you're on his turf as well. <laughs> He's in the water. In the sea. Well, well you're in a well, pool. in a pool. But, but, like, still. But, like, tiring him out. Tiring an alligator out in water has to be the hardest thing I've ever heard. How are you tired about playing like with his, like a beach ball or That's something? That's what I'm thinking. Did he have like a toy that the alligator liked? I don't know. He's nine feet long. He turned on the wave machine and <laughs> just tired about. In the jacuzzi, he was just real relaxed. <laughs> yeah. His skin got all like old people, like it got all wrinkly. Pruny. Got all pruny and he's like, get him. <laughs> Now's his chance. Jump on up, give him a champagne and the alligator's <laughs> just leaning back over the ledge. Ah, this is the life. <laughs> get him. <laughs> <laughs> Punching the shit out of oh, him. Oh, Florida man. I, I think if anyone in Florida needs a tra- animal trapper, this is clearly the man for you. I mean, he has a 100% success rate from what we've seen. From just this one story we've ever heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair all, enough. That's all I need. Um, Sean, do you want to take us out? That is the end of weird news this week. Oh, really? man, it's been a good mental oh, week. Oh, uh, We got through it, even though we hate each other now. Um, <laughs> we'll go back to silence after this. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Uh, we'll be back on Friday with an episode of Hero Zero. Uh, I'll be here on Monday with an episode of Movie Mondays. I would. And I'll be here on Wednesday with an episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Yeah, I might be there for that one. We'll see what we'll happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, and Friday, we'll both be here for Hero or Zero. We will indeed. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast, or it's linked in the description. You can also uh, follow us on Twitter at Heroes for Hire pod, Instagram Heroes for Hire podcast, Facebook Heroes for Hire podcast, or you can email us Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. Good stuff. Is there anything else left uh, to say? Oh, tell one human being that we exist. We didn't say that on Monday, actually. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'll scrap the whole episode. Good. I would just delete it. Just delete just it. Just delete it straight up. It's an embarrassment to both of us. I'm actually going to get sick. Um, so, I haven't got a lot of it. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.